Hey everyone, my name is Mariana and I am the host of the Commitment to Growth podcast as well as the founder of the Resilience Life Coaching platform, Commitment to Growth. This is a personal growth-oriented space dedicated to helping ambitious young adults who want to develop long-lasting resilience in their personal, professional, and social lives. I coach on all things mindset development, reframing limiting thought patterns, habit building, vulnerability, and emotional freedom techniques, and more, all through evidence-based practice and lots of raw and honest conversation. Thank you so much for being here, and let's dive right in. The Commitment to Growth podcast, everybody. If you're new here, welcome. And if you're not new, welcome back. As always, a privilege, an honor, a joy to be here with you for another episode of the show. I cannot believe that I am already sitting down with you recording an episode in preparation for 2024, I feel like it was just last year that I had sat down to talk about, I think it was the top five lessons that 2022 taught me. A great episode. If you haven't listened to it, by the way, I highly, highly uh, recommend it is one of the top listened to ones actually on the show, but also it was just one of those ones where I just poured my heart out and let it all out there. And the responses to that were so, so wonderful. And it resonated with so many of you. So give it a listen if you're looking for more New Year inspiration to uh, to tune into. This one is going to be a little shorter, but nonetheless jam-packed with good information and good tidbits for you to take away and approach 2024 with uh, from... My personally, I would say three biggest kind of life realizations that I came to this year with everything that went on in in my life. 2023 was a roller coaster of a year emotionally and my gosh, personally in my journey of personal growth and self-discovery and spirituality and my gosh, a ride it was, but an incredibly interesting and fulfilling and gratifying one, to say the least. So I am very excited to share my takeaways with you on all of that today. And I hope that it resonates with you as well if you're on a similar journey or if you're going through some of these similar realizations in your own life. I hope this serves as a little crutch for you to to lean on in 2024, about 2024, and in what you can expect more from myself and how I can keep supporting you if getting closer to the most authentic and highest version of yourself is a priority for you in 2024. Here are a few ways that I can support you in doing that. Uh, Primarily, I am offering a big, big discount on my signature one-on-one program, Evolution. This is my life work put into a one-on-one coaching program for you. It is centered around limiting beliefs, shadow work, really honing in on the root fears and where a lot of our limiting beliefs are hidden and stem from so that we can dismantle those barriers to basically give you a new program to download, a new set of beliefs to to plant, new seeds to to fertilize and grow into your mental garden. I would say that this is the most successful program for the people that have been through it and have tried the strategies that I have given them in and within this program. It's been the most transformative one to date. So if this is the goal of yours this new year to step into a new and much less limited version of yourself, I highly recommend it. And I have spots open for 2024 and I'm actually reducing the price of this program from $750 to $500. 
$4.97. So you can pay $4.97 upfront for your six weeks in which you get loads and loads of resources. We meet for an hour over six weeks spread out amongst according to your schedule and we go in all in on the exercises you get supplementary workbooks to do exercises during our calls and afterwards between the time that we speak it is a wonderful program and i absolutely love it so once again it can be an upfront payment of 497 two payments of 250 or three payments of 170 i value accessibility and affordability and i want to give you an even more accessible gift this new year. So that is evolution. Of course, I also have my wonderful, hugely adored and supported Growth Hour Sisterhood for all of my women, 18 plus, who are looking for an accessible and low commitment group coaching program. We meet twice a month for 90 minutes each session. And basically I give you a kind of a follow along workbook or exercises to to follow along with during our session. We have group discussions on the topic of the week, which is in line with the theme of the month. January is all about alignment and getting you set up for the new year. So we'll be talking all about routines and rituals and habits and self-care. And it's super, super great. And this last month was just so jam-packed with group discussion and women coming in and sharing their stories and connecting with each other and supporting each other. It was just so so incredible and so so empowering and inspiring to see so many women resonating with each other through their stories and bouncing ideas off each other and it is just such a gift to be able to host and hold that space for women who are looking for it so if you are one of the women that is looking for it as well come and join us all you need to do is go to www.commitmenttogrowth.com slash growth dash hour it will also be in the show note description for you to join might i add that your first month is free if you're joining us for the first time so you can get all of january free come in and tune in with us uh, for 90 minutes twice a month you can also get the recording if you aren't able to make it and it's a wonderful community that is right at your fingertips to have access to and the last thing as always the wonderful the most well-known the commitment to growth newsletter this is obviously a free weekly resource for you to get your grabs in every single week it's just a little something to infuse some positivity some inspiration into your thursday it comes out every thursday morning and it's just some thoughts for me an inspirational quote and some actionable items for you to get ahead towards your goals towards living your most authentic life everything from ideas for self-care to ideas on self-reflection and freedom and authenticity and spirituality it's just takes about three to five minutes to read through if not less most weeks and it's again it's just something for you to to get some additional support with and infuse your inbox with a little positivity because i know it can get filled with a lot of other things uh, most of the time so that is also accessible in the show notes there should be a link for you to follow to get your email in and subscribe once again it's every week and the perk is that if you're part of that newsletter subscription you are the first to know about exclusive discounts that are coming out on coaching programs and other offers that i've got going on in the commitment to growth community so that is another way for you to stay connected and get additional support from me. So that's what's going on this new year. Be on the lookout for even more things because my mind is buzzing. My neurons are firing with lots of exciting ideas that I cannot wait to share with you. But for now, 
without further ado, we are going to get into today's episode by starting off with a land acknowledgement. I would like to respectfully acknowledge that I am recording this episode on the land of the Quiquitlam peoples, upon whose land I am an uninvited visitor and settler. I hold immense privilege in being able to sit here free of the uh, harms that were done onto the people to acquire these lands, but obviously a direct recipient and benefiter of the colonialism and the harms that were done to attain these lands. And because of that privilege and because of the fact that I am somebody that benefits from the the roots of colonialism, I acknowledge that I am doing the work every single day to show up and educate myself and be aware of how my privileges are seeping into how I interact with people and how I show up on these lands, and further to continue using those privileges to motivate others to do their their part, and including you as a listener, but also, especially heading into the holidays, how can we reflect on how, A, Christmas has roots in colonialism, but also, at the deeper level, how holidays like Christmas that are so rooted in community and giving can instill us and infuse within us a drive to reach out to the people who have been harmed by these colonial systems. So I encourage you to to go do your research on the Indigenous communities in within your, your community and where you come from and how you can support them uh, this holiday season because they are often the most marginalized, unseen, and unsupported groups that are standing and walking in and within our communities. I will leave you with that. And now... On to the three biggest mindset pivots that you can take with you into 2024. So to begin, the first one that I've got here for you is when life reroutes your path or gives you a dead end, life is asking you to reflect on why you chose the path you chose initially. How many of us can say that in 2023 or in any year that came beforehand or even recently, we were going after something that we were dead set on or we thought we wanted. And all of a sudden, the tides shifted and we ended up discovering that we actually didn't want that thing or we did everything we could to get it. And right when it was at our fingertips, it got taken away from us. Whether it was a job opportunity or an award for something, a relationship, a um, a raise. There are so many examples of this that I'm sure so many of us can say, you know, we've been like right at the crux of receiving them. And as soon as they're in our hands or we think they're right about to land in our hands, boom, gone. Or we're forced to reroute to fulfill perhaps the same goal, but in a different manner. I fully believe that when life gives us a reroute, a different path makes us, you know, kind of arrives us at a fork in our path. It is asking us to reflect on why we thought we wanted the thing we wanted at first, but how it might actually be supporting us in getting us to realize what we truly desire. Or how we can get what we want without necessarily taking the path that we think we need to take. Let me give you an example. As many of you know, if you've tuned in to the podcast this year, I for a decade thought that I wanted to go into medicine. 
I thought that I wanted to help people the way I wanted to help people by becoming a doctor, primarily a psychiatrist. That was the goal for about two years. And I start working in private healthcare. I hear stories about the public healthcare system and I, you know, dibble dabble in and within both of these systems this year after I graduated school, coming to realize that, wow, this is not the system that I want to go into. This is not how I thought my mission would be fulfilled in helping people. This is not how I truly believe that I want to help people become the most free, authentic, healthiest, most abundant versions of themselves. At the end of the day, the why stayed the same, but the how changed. And now I'm fulfilling that how, doing exactly as I'm doing right now, doing this podcast, doing commitment to growth resilience coaching. And, you know, that realization came with a huge, huge existential crisis where I had to shed so many beliefs and really, really let go of all the work that I had poured into the last decade of my life. But when I arrived at that dead end or that reroute, it was an opportunity for me to really reflect, well, what makes you think that the best way to help people is by becoming a doctor? What makes you think that your purpose can only be fulfilled through this means by becoming a doctor? Is it truly that you want to help people through physical health or through a more medicine-based approach to mental health or how can you how can you t- tweak your vision to really really understand how it is that you actually want to help them i'm a writer i'm a creative i'm an artist i'm a photographer i like to use art i like to use communication i like to use connection that is rooted in a more, we'll say, spiritual and holistic approach that I don't believe that at least the Canadian medical profession emphasizes or values. So if I continued going down that path, perhaps the way that I wanted to help people would not have fulfilled itself in the way that I wanted to. And so it was in that moment that I was forced to really look back and say, well, again, same why, just different how. Thank goodness that life is giving me this opportunity to to find a different path, to carve myself a different path. It still wants me to achieve the why because that purpose is serving, that purpose is rooted in my integrity, that purpose is rooted in my authentic expression and my authentic desire. But right now it's giving me this opportunity to reroute because it really, really wants to help me achieve it in the most authentic way possible. So I urge you to look at examples in your life, whether this year or in past years, or if you happen to experience the same rerouting, the same fork in your path this year, that you think back to this idea that life is always, always asking you to reflect on why you want what you want and how you are achieving that why. Because it always, always wants to give you the thing that you desire, but it will always help you do so by helping you see the deeper why within why you want it first. Okay? So one more time, the first 
biggest mindset pivot that you can take in 2024 is when life reroutes your path or gives you a dead end, it is asking you to reflect on why you chose the path you chose initially. Number two is if you continue to think that you have to achieve freedom, you will never be free. This is something that I want you all to think about when you are sitting down with your vision board or with your list of 2024 goals and think about how many of those goals are rooted in a desire to attain more time. For many of us, we want to achieve things like financial abundance. You know, we want to hit that our first six figure year. We want to make a really crazy investment. We want to buy the big house. We want to get the car because we think that all of these things will achieve us a certain feeling. That is why we go after goals. And I think that this is one of the most liberating mindset shifts that we can also fulfill, not included in, you know, the top ones of this episode. But when we are going after a goal and we are carving the path towards that that aspiration what we are deeply deeply truly wanting out of that achievement is a feeling that is what drives the human brain that is what that is the human condition is to feel and so when we recognize that a lot of our goals are rooted in that desire to achieve a, a feeling For many of us, that feeling is freedom, but we don't always know it's freedom. Freedom is usually masked in financial abundance or time or or health. That's a huge one, right? But what happens is that we think that we won't have the freedom until we hit that six-figure year, until we start our own business, until we have that relationship, until we start eating healthy, right? We say, until I find... The love of my life, I will not feel free in myself and loved. Until I start eating healthy, I will not feel freely healthy or confident in my body. Until I have my first six-figure year, I will not feel free enough to do the things that I want to do. Now, that is not to say that some of these aspirations are not true, right? For many of us, you know, having six figures would get us the, the the freedom to you know get a vacation that we buy a vacation that we really want to to go on or to buy the house buy the car however what we also have to realize is that freedom is not a state it is a mindset freedom is a way of being and so while you may think that getting the vacation will make you feel more free, you're going to be sure as heck disappointed when you get there and then you come home and you're still craving more quote-unquote freedom, right? Freedom is something that we have to step into right now even when we don't have what we think is going to give us freedom. What I urge you to reflect on is Why do you think that the things you want will make you more free than you could be right now by simply making the intention to infuse your day with more freedom? Can you give yourself 15 minutes every day to just do what your heart feels called to do in that moment, right? Like write a poem, play your guitar, 
sing at the top of your lungs in your house, go for that walk, call a friend. I want you to ask yourself, what are the things that you would like to do with the time that you think you will only have after you achieve the thing that you're going after? If you are trying to achieve a six-figure business because you want the freedom to go on vacation more, as an example, you want a feeling that a vacation is going to give you, right? A feeling of freedom, a feeling of leaving things behind, a feeling of, of having achieved financial wealth, a feeling of being closer to nature, a feeling of discovering a new place, a new culture, connecting to new people, great. But you, it is in your power to recognize that you don't just have to wait until you achieve the six figures to cultivate those feelings in your life, okay? You can discover new places in your city. You can you can make the time to, to connect with your friends, to do different things with your friends in new places within your city. You can read books about faraway places like freedom is something you give yourself with the time that you have right now and the resources that you have right now because when you understand that the human condition is to always always want more than we have at a given moment the freer you'll become because then you don't rely on achieving a certain thing to then become free you recognize that you are always free by default it's only that when you begin thinking that you have to achieve something to then be free that you'll never experience freedom give yourself the time by making it to instill those feelings in your life what sets you free is it singing is it being in the presence of other people is it writing is it playing an instrument? Is it going on a walk? Is it being in nature without a distraction of your phone? Is it, you know, hiding your, your yourself in books in a library? Is it sitting at a coffee shop and walking, watching people go by? Is it taking pictures? Is it looking into somebody's eyes while they laugh? Like, how can you give yourself the freedom that you're craving without having to chase it, but instead making time for it, okay? So once again, number two of the biggest uh, mindset pivots that you can take into 2024 with you is if you think you have to achieve freedom, you will never be free. And last but not least, number three of the pivotal mindset shifts that we are discussing today is You not only have to own your desires, you have to trust them. How many of us can safely say that we feel so much shame or embarrassment when we stand confidently and own what we want? I want the six-figure business. I want the successful relationship. I want that car. I want that journal. I want that article of clothing. I want that position in my corporate job, et cetera, et cetera. I want that award. I want that gold medal. So many of us feel unworthy of standing in our desires because we fear that it's going to make us look ungrateful about the things that we already have. 
Now, the first thing that I will say about this particular statement is that to receive more, you have to cultivate abundance within the things that you already have. And what I mean by this is you are the sum of the things that you have right now. You have arrived at this point because of the influences in your life that have brought you here. How can you look around at your life and reflect how perhaps you may be going after something that you think is going to give you more, get you closer to how you want to feel, but perhaps you could cultivate those feelings within what you already have. The, biz- the biggest example that I can give you of this, and as, as I'm sure that this is something that many of us can relate to, is when I went through the breakup of my longest-term relationship a year and a half ago, I made the decision that I was going to spend so much time cultivating depth and vulnerability and trust and loyalty and motivation, inspiration within the relationships and friendships that I already had because I didn't feel the need and I didn't want to follow a narrative that I think so many newly single people receive from the media, which is like, you know, you got to start yourself over and, you know, remind them of (laughs) what they lost by like coming out as this like new, entirely different version of yourself. When I, when I took a look at, you know, the influences that that got me to make my decision and to stand in the version of myself that I was in that time, I was like, there is so much abundance here. There is so much for me here. I can cultivate the depth and the connection and the closeness that I want by putting that effort into show up in that desire in those relationships i can i can show up as myself and only hope that the people that want those things will mirror them right back to me and let me tell you what happened my life became so much richer because i chose to become and stand in the version of myself that i wanted to become after that that life transition in and through what I already had, who I already had. How can you grow into who you want to become with the things that you have? Because so many of those things are, direct, are directly correlated to where you're going and who you're becoming. And so the first thing is in is you got, you got to own your desires. And owning your desires also involves standing within what you already have and acknowledging how it is those things have brought you to where you are and how they could actually further you toward where you want to get to without having to start your life from scratch or 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 get new things or friendships or hobbies i'm not saying that that's bad because i certainly did some of that as well at that time and in other transitions in my life but when we think that the only way to become more is by going to get more things or to, or by starting anew or by accumulating more things 
that is where we fail to see and will continue to fail to see what we're being given at an arm's reach. Because life is always putting those opportunities in our path. It's just in, in us to see them. It's a choice to see them. So that's the first component of that statement. The second is that you desire things because they are directly highlighting a value that is within your heart. And a lot of times those desires are tainted, right? Like, as I mentioned earlier, one of them is freedom, right? We want the six figures because we think it'll give us more time, but really what we want is, is, is freedom. You got to trust that if you're seeking freedom, there is something within that freedom that your heart wants. You want more time for self-reflection. You want more time for connecting with other people. You want more time for doing the art that you want to dedicate your time to. You want more time to enjoy nature and have experiences that you that you might not be getting right now. You have to look at why you want what, what you want and therefore which of your values are infused in those desires. Your desires are always, always, always carving a path toward your heart's authentic expression. And your heart authentically expresses itself through the things it desires through the callings you feel, through the whispers you hear toward doing certain things, connecting with certain people, engaging in certain activities, that is your heart's way of expressing itself and carving a path for you to get closer to your most authentic expression. And so if you want a relationship, for example, because you value building something with someone, if you value being independent with somebody, but then you are settling for the person who's offering you a lot of very pretty things or um, the person who might only meet a few of your criteria, but they're good enough and it's the safe enough option right now because you don't know when it's going to come later, Again, as an example, you aren't trusting the desire that's telling you that you want somebody that you're going to build things with, that you want somebody that you're going to to feel like the most elevated version of yourself with. You aren't trusting that the, that path is coming if and is carving itself if you just continue to follow those yearnings. You have to trust that if you're starting a business like myself, that if you put up the ladder to climb it by, you know, posting reels and, and getting your message out there and hosting the events, you have to trust that every time that you don't get the desired outcome, there is a lesson within that for you to learn and apply to the next attempt. You have to trust that you want to fulfill that mission through your business because it is it is what you're called to do. It is it is what's right for you to do. Just because you're not seeing the results that you think you need to be seeing does not mean that it's for nothing or that it's not worth the time that you're investing into it. You have to trust that the desires that you, you feel and crave 
are leading you towards your most authentic expression and therefore the most authentic way to live your life and therefore the most free way to live your life because an authentic life is the freest way to live. So start standing in the compass that are your desires. Start listening to what they're trying to get you to see. I think a great example of this too is how we feel when we see somebody's highlight reel on Instagram, right? Like we see people traveling, we see people connecting with friends, we see people going out to get fancy food, we see people at these like super amazing social events, red carpet events, and we're like, oh my gosh, like I want their life, I feel so down on myself, I'm not worthy of having it. Well, what is within the experiences that you're observing other people have that you can cultivate more of in your own life. If you're seeing people go on vacation with their friends, maybe you want more connection. Maybe you want to go see new cultures. Maybe you want to discover new places. Can you do that without having to follow their exact template for how they've done that? All your desires are trying to get you to see in that given moment when you see that highlight reel and in any other time that you you see something that you want is they're trying to get you to carve a path from the end result to where you're standing right now so that you can find a way to get it life always wants to give you what you want it's just that it might show up differently than you thought but it is always always aligned with the deeper purpose behind why you wanted it in the first place you just have to trust that when you want something if you do the necessary work to ask yourself why you want what you want and what which of your values are being highlighted within that thing that you want that when you get those answers the path will carve itself it's just within you to answer them okay so once again last but not least you not only have to own your desires you have to trust them and that is everything for this episode Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I wish you the most wonderful, wonderful 2024. Please reach out if there is any way that I can continue supporting you. I look forward to continue to do so on this platform and through Commitment to Growth as a whole. Thank you for listening. 2023 would not have been what it was without you. I am so grateful for each and every single one of you that come back to tune in every single week. And I cannot wait to see what the new year has in store for us. Have a wonderful holiday season and I will see you very soon.